Hello and welcome to 2018 and the very first episode of the Get It Right podcast this year. It's you know it's really hard to believe that we're at the start of a fresh new year, isn't it? And all of the possibility that it holds. Is renovating or building your home on your agenda this year? Well, you know Undercover Architect is packed full of useful information to teach you what you need to know so that you can get it right. And what's in store for this year is no exception. I've got some fantastic content planned for you and loads of great things to share. Now, today's episode is all about helping you save time because, you know, when it comes down to it, time is really the only finite resource that we personally have, isn't it? It's like that saying, you know, we all have the same 24 hours uh, as Beyonce, which actually cracks me up because I think that uh, 24 hours in the life of Beyonce would look markedly different to 24 hours uh, in my life or in your life. Um, But that's not really the point of the saying, is it? You know, what it's actually trying to say is that we all have 24 hours a day and uh, and that's all that we get and how we use them then determines what our days look like, where we get to, you know, the kinds of people that we are and what we might accomplish along the way. So the topic of this episode today is all about how to save time, particularly when you're starting to research your renovation or building project. And I'm calling this episode, How to Not Get Lost Down a Google Rabbit Hole. But to be honest, I could have equally called it, you know, how to not lose hours, weeks, months of time on Pinterest, or um, how to make sure that you go to bed every very late every single night while you research your renovation or new build project Um, or I could have called it how to get so overwhelmed and bamboozled that you actually avoid renovating or building your home for the next three five or even ten years look you might get the point but you know for me online research is a is a is an incredible opportunity but also can be a huge trap and given that this is the first episode of 2018 you know I will just I want to help you kick your reno or building plans up a gear and actually get your project done and so doing that starts with how and where you do your research so let's dive in welcome to get it right with the undercover architect This is the podcast all about designing, building or renovating your home. I'm your host, Amelia Lee. Think of me as your secret ally. I am on a mission to help you create a home that makes your life better, whoever you're working with and whatever your dreams, your location or your budget. Together we'll uncover the nitty gritty of how to get it right and how to create a home that works, feels great and that you feel great in. So join me now. pretty exciting time don't we you know I actually I joke with my kids about what dial-up internet used to sound like I have to explain to them what dial-up internet actually is and what it used to sound like because I remember backpacking around Europe when I was 21 years old and Hotmail had only just started and uh, we used to go to these brand new internet cafes and we'd listen to that horrible squealing noise of the dial-up internet and we'd send these really simple emails home Uh, but at the age of 21 you know this was a whole new frontier and you roll forward 23 years I'm showing my age here but you know the internet is a really big place and it's one that you can access from your pocket and super fast and it's amazing it's a huge opportunity and it's an incredible gift to those of us who are wanting easy access to information in a really super fast way 
However, it can also be a huge time waster. And, and you know, what I've learned and I've seen, particularly in the last three and a half years of running Undercover Architect as an online business, is that, you know, to be perfectly honest, anyone can build a website and anyone can type anything and reach people with it. And that's amazing. But it also means that people can pretty much make any kind of claim that they want and pop it online. And so you can have a whole heap of people shouting really loudly at you online. And it really requires a new level of discernment and assessment to filter what's going to be correct, what's just noise and what will really add value and be significant in whatever you're needing you know, information on. And when it comes to renovating or building your home, the internet is actually often the first place that homeowners will start their journey. Uh, you know, I, I regularly survey the UA community and 98% of you tell me that Google is the first place that you start when you're thinking about renovating or building your home. And it can be hugely beneficial in sourcing helpful information and, in and getting advice uh, as you prepare and plan and navigate your project, you know, from things like blogs where other homeowners are sharing their own projects to websites like Undercover Architect and others which share advice and information about designing, building and renovating your home. The internet is a really useful resource and when you use it well, it gives you great access to information and advice. However, it is so easy to get distracted, to be on the hunt for one thing and to end up in an entirely different place with lots of time wasted. And, you know, you start with great intentions, but the next thing you know, it's four hours later, you're in an entirely different place to where you, you know, you meant to be. And you've actually completely forgotten what you were supposed to be looking for in the first place. And it's also really difficult to get personalised advice, you know, that's specific to your project and challenges and your needs. And, you know, there are free forums like Whirlpool or there's Houses Design Dilemmas um, and other ones that are available online. But, you know, some of the advice that floats around in there is actually more trouble than it's worth. And as is often the case online, uh, I see people being super brave behind a username and saying things that they wouldn't necessarily say to your face. And... The thing is that our connection, particularly when we're doing our family homes, our connection to our home is incredibly personal and uh, often really emotional. And so to subject, I suppose, that, you know, when we're seeking advice online in those kinds of forums and, and getting judged by total strangers about the choices that we're making, you know, in places that are completely unmanaged, um, you know, it can actually be a one-way ticket to feeling really rubbish and regretting ever asking in the first place. Some of the conversations I've seen going on inside those forums is pretty scary what people feel that they can say to you about the choices that you're making about your home and uh, and it, it, it can be you know just more trouble than it's worth as I said. So let's look at how you actually use the internet well and how you can avoid getting lost down a Google rabbit hole. I've got three mistakes that I see homeowners regularly make uh, in how they do their internet research so that you can see how you can avoid them in your project. So mistake number one is getting advice from inexperienced sources. You know, as I said before, the internet is a place where you can pretty much claim anything. Uh, you don't really have to back it up professionally and that you can have, you can put it online. You can have people listen to you and follow you and take your advice and also pay for whatever you're selling. And, you know, another thing that I've certainly noticed over the past few years of working online is this growing movement of people who make a living online from being just a few steps ahead of their audience um, you know, so they'll actually pursue something personally. They'll learn a bunch of stuff along the way. They'll blog about their journey and then they'll create and they'll
they'll sell an online course based on that journey um, and they'll sell it to people who are just a few steps behind them. And <laughs> the big joke in the online world is that, you know, those people, they'll sell that online course successfully for a few years and then they'll turn around and start coaching people how also to sell online courses and make money online. You know, the thing about build, building and renovating is that every project is different, different conditions, different house, different families, different climates, different needs, different neighbourhoods, different council conditions. You know, there are certainly commonalities uh, that will occur across projects. But to be perfectly honest, those commonalities really only become apparent when you've worked across a significant number of projects. And I remember for the first 10 or so years of my career, I just felt like I was always doing everything for the first time because every project was so different. So, you know, I'd really encourage you to filter the advice that you're reading online through a lens of, you know, how many projects has this person actually done, actually executed, actually seen finished? You know, is it one or two? Is it 10 or 20? Is it 100 or 200 or more? You know, I think that there is definitely something to be gained from watching someone else's journey. Don't get me wrong. I think that you can, you know, learn a lot from seeing um, what they might struggle with, you know, what wins they're managing to score. But I think that rather than it being an action plan that you actually follow, if you can just pop it in your bank of ideas and insight as something to be aware of, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't recommend acting on the advice of someone telling you to do something when, that, when they've only done it once or twice themselves and uh, or a few times and it's you know it's just too risky to know for sure if it if that information is going to apply in your situation or not we also read the internet very differently to other research that we might do you know we scan we digest we scroll we're obviously we're generally doing it whilst doing other things and um, you know they've actually assessed that the that information that we read online is assimilated best at kind of the the reading level of a grade eight student um, you know so that 13 14 year old sort of reading age and so there's actually something really different going on in our brains when we read information online and it's just worth being aware of it because it can inadvertently mean that we're more gullible and that we we might take on or believe things differently than we would if we were actually researching it in a textbook or you know sitting down to study it so it, it's a very different kind of interaction that we have with what we're reading. Now, mistake number two follows on from this, and it's about getting advice from sources who, differ, who do different types of projects to what you're doing. So someone who's actually renovating or building to flip, you know, to basically, you know, uh, sell and make a profit, or they're going to rent it out as an investment property, um, or perhaps whose experience is all in commercial projects or in retail projects, you know, they'll be on a very different journey and have very different experience to someone who's actually renovating or building their forever family home. When you're doing your forever family home, there's very different decisions to be made, even your long-term family home. You know, spending spending your budget is an entirely different financial decision than if you're renovating or building for investment or to flip. The emotions that are involved in um, in doing a, you know, a long-term family home, they're very different as well. And they change those the, that emotion, that personal investment. It changes the way that you make choices, and you know how you react to things, and who you are as you as you carry out that project. And look, there's a loads of resources on the internet that are teaching you how to renovate or build to save money or to get a good sale. And, you know, they'll be shared by people who've only ever renovated or built their own properties for, for resale. 
And if you're renovating or building a long-term family home, these can certainly be useful resources in getting some snippets of advice, but they're not really something to use as a roadmap for your project because they're the experience of, of, uh, of people who've done projects like that. It'll be limited to the exercise of, you know, executing the project, so designing it and getting it built, getting it on the market, and then finding a buyer. And uh, it's not not really they they don't really have insight into necessarily the long-term experience of what it's like to live in that home long after the project was finished that feedback loop that tests all of the choices that they made um, in creating the home to then sell that feedback loop is missing um, often and you know because they sell it and they move on to their next project and so the person who actually ends up living in and owning the home you know their experience as the homeowner is not really being tapped into and unless they've actually set up a business whereby they are seeing how the homeowners then use and enjoy their home and what works and what doesn't work and then letting that inform their future project then it's very difficult for them to understand how their ideas and what they've created is being tested by the people actually living there and so it's really important to understand that and to assess the information that you're reading and learning from with that with that filter because seeing how a home actually responds to the changes in demands from from its occupants over the long term and how the choices that are made are serving somebody or not serving somebody as they live in the home that's an incredibly important part of then teaching somebody else what they need to incorporate in their own family home. So filter the information that you read online through that lens of, you know, how does this person really know that this is going to work for a family home? So for over the long term, okay? And then you can assess, you know, then you can assess the amount to which you take that advice on board. Now, mistake number three is something that I definitely see happen so often, and I, I do speak about it a fair bit, um, so you may have heard me mention it before, but it is so debilitating in the process of planning your project, so it's always worth talking about and, uh, and having there as a reminder. So what's this mistake? Well, it's searching and doing your research without any structure. Now, everything that is online is designed to keep you online, basically bouncing from one place to another. You know, the metrics of the internet, they're measured in page views, in bounce rates, in duration on pages, and so on and so on. And so the whole thing is designed to actually sort of get you to read something and then follow the path and get you to read something else and keep moving through and moving through and moving through. And, you know, that's how the internet is built. <laughs> and so if you're anything like me, when you're using the internet, it may be like, you know, general life, you know, um, for example, I'll be, I'll be sitting, you know, in one room at my computer and I'll think, hang on, I need that thing. And it's in a different room and I'll get up and I'll go to that other room. But on the way I'll get interrupted by a child who wants help with something. And so then I get sidetracked into helping them with that. And it's, you know, half an hour passes. And then I come back and I sit down at my computer and I think, hang on, there was something that I needed. What was it? And then it occurs to me again. And I get, and you know, that over and over thing of you know of uh of trying to actually focus on what you were doing in the first place and you know searching the internet can definitely be like that we can you know go start somewhere we can get distracted forget what we were supposed to be looking for and this can be a real challenge um, as you're trying to be efficient in your online searching 
So when you sit down to search online without a roadmap or a step-by-step understanding of what you need to learn, you can get lost very, very quickly. And you certainly may get some great ideas about, for example, that light fitting that you you know want to hang over your kitchen island bench, but you're generally then lost for help on what's actually involved in getting the house designed, drawn up, approved and constructed to your budget and brief in order to put the kitchen there at all to hang that pendant light over. So, you know, the reason that I do mention this and I do talk about it a fair bit is because it's actually, it's, it's dangerous it's, it's, and it's insidiously dangerous because this type of online searching and research, this getting lost online, what it actually does is it just opens up a sea of overwhelm. So, you know, the more that I see homeowners start to search and start to research for their projects online, what often happens is that you start to then feel like the more you look, the less you actually know. And the more things there are for you to, for you to stuff up, um, things that you weren't even aware you know, that, that existed, let alone that you had the potential to stuff them up. And the more time that you spend, the more confused you get. And so you feel like you're on this hamster wheel, just going round and round and really making no progress. And it feels pretty yuck. It really doesn't feel nice. And you're busy enough as it is. Your, you know, life is full enough without having to add the stress of this to it. And so your project then gets put on the back burner for when you feel like you might have more energy uh, to be able to attend to it. Another thing that can happen is that you feel like you're, you know, everything that you're finding and that you're falling in love with uh, in all these homes that you're seeing is just, you know, something, things that your budget can't afford. And all of that, when you're doing that time and time again, it, it actually feels pretty demoralizing after a while because you just feel like this is always going to be out of your reach and that this project's not going to be possible. And, you know, you'll start Googling things like how to balance champagne taste with a beer budget and start wondering how much of your house you can actually source from Ikea. <laughs> and the thing is that this can go on for months and for years and you just get stuck in this overwhelm, in this indecision, and it all seems far too hard. Ugh. Hey, look, you know, this is not, this is not what renovating and building should be like. And, uh, and I've just outlined three mistakes in how homeowners research online and making those mistakes can lead to feeling pretty yucky and far from confident when you're thinking about renovating or building your home. And as I said, it's not what it should be like. It can, and it should be enjoyable to renovate and build your home. And that's not to say that it won't be without it's challenges because generally anything that you do for the first time uh, is challenging and especially things that you're so emotionally and financially invested in. But it can definitely be enjoyable and uh, and so much and and completely worthwhile. And uh, and researching for your project can also be enjoyable. So let's take a look at the three tips that I have to share with you about how to get it right as you research your renovation or new home online and how to ultimately avoid getting lost down that Google rabbit hole. So tip number one is to weigh up the advice based on who you're reading or listening to and also don't forget personal contact. You know, one of the beautiful things about the internet is that it does give you access often to people that you might never get the chance to meet in person or be able to work with one-to-one. And you can learn from their expertise and their experience through what they share online. And there are, there are some incredible resources uh, out there that are created by people who collect and share the knowledge of professionals who've been working in their industry for years and years and even decades. And this pretty much applies to any industry and especially applies to 
to designing, building and renovating your home. There are some brilliantly comprehensive and insightful internet resources out there that are covering a huge range of advice and information, helpful information that you can apply to your project. And at the end of this podcast, I'm actually going to share some of my recommended resources to help you find this type of information. Now, don't overlook personal contact, okay? We're, what I find is we're so time poor and uh, often we leave researching our reno or new home project until after the kids have gone to bed, it's late at night, you know, we can spend some time and have some headspace to actually sort of sit down at the computer and start having a look or we might be flicking through our phone or, you know, iPad or something like that whilst we're sitting in front of TV. But you may actually find that it's more efficient if you can, you know, outsource the kids to someone and uh, and book in a Saturday visiting, say, a building information centre uh, or, you know, organising to interview some consultants or getting some personal advice that is actually helpful for your project and for your needs because this can often be a way to completely leapfrog a lot of time wasting and to get real traction on your project planning. So don't forget the in-person contact, okay? Now, tip number two is to stay focused and on track and to trust the small steps. You know, there's lots of names for this. It's bright, shiny object syndrome, having a baby brain, goldfish memory, you know. But I actually think that focus or a lack of being able to have focus is just one of the casualties of our modern lifestyles. You know, we're super busy. We're often sleep deprived. We're juggling a million things, you know, lots of other people's needs. And everything that we do is done in bite-sized chunks. And yet renovating a building feels like something that it's just not possible to do it in bite-sized chunks. You know, many homeowners tell me that they feel like they need this great big block of time to get their heads into the game properly and what what usually happens is that time it it rarely sort of magically manifests itself it rarely appears and so the project that just keeps getting put off and put off and I often say that renovating and building they're not a sprint they're a marathon and you don't train for a marathon by running for two weeks solid in the lead up I mean you can it's not ideal though <laughs> and so what you generally the best way to plan to to uh, prepare for a marathon is you know you you plan out a little bit of focus uh, and give it some attention every single day and you train and little by little every day you build up your ability to do it and so you know this this I really see apply to building and renovating as well and the thing is that you'll be spending the time anyway if you're you know if you're if you're like most homeowners I know and a renovation or a new build is on your agenda you'll be you'll be looking anyway you'll be indirectly indirectly googling you'll be flicking through magazines and newspapers you'll be watching things on tv you'll be chatting to friends about it you'll be you know looking at things all the time because it'll just be it's just it's just what we do and so instead of actually frittering that time away, if you can stay focused and on track and trust the small steps, it's far more productive way of spending your time. You know, the time is going to pass anyway. It's going to pass anyway, okay? And in three months' time, you'll have wished that you started now. And uh, that's there's that saying, you know, what's the best time to start something you really want to do? It was like six months ago. And what's the second best time? Now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, creating a framework to your online researching and chipping away at it, in a short while, you'll be so much further ahead than if you'd only waited, you know, for that magical chunk of time to become available and it never actually appearing. So again, hang around till the end of the episode because I've got something to help you with structuring your research research so that you can stay focused and on track and make these small steps. 
Now, my third and final tip is to be clear on what you actually want to achieve for your project and why. Now, this is another one that I talk about quite a bit. It's one of the early episodes in the podcast. Uh, You know, it's something that I bring up time and time again, but it's only because I know how successful and powerful it is at helping homeowners renovate and build homes that actually work for them and help them stay sane whilst they do it, okay? Because the internet is a super noisy place. And if you navigate the internet without any kind of rudder or ability to steer your way through it, that noise can take you off track very, very quickly. So why are you doing this renovation or building project? You know, and why now? You know, is it to stay where you love living but help the house be more comfortable for your growing family or to give you another decade or so there? Is it because the house is falling down around you, your ears, and it's full of compromises, you know, and it it either needs to be renovated or you want to just bowl the thing over and, you know, a new home is a fresh, beautiful opportunity for you to to customise a home to suit you perfectly? You know, is this is this project about you having the next five years somewhere or is it your forever family home? You know, is it to resell or is it for you to retire? to. You know, there'll be so many reasons why we build and renovate our homes. What's yours? Okay. What are you actually wanting to achieve and why? If you can get clarity around this, what I find it will do for you is it will immediately put blinkers on how you research and what then takes up your time and your attention. You'll very quickly sift and filter out the information that just doesn't apply to your scenario, doesn't serve your needs, and you'll actually be gathering information that will help you create the perfect home for you and your family. Okay? Wow. <laughs> there we have it. Right, three mistakes to help you avoid getting lost down a Google rabbit hole and my three key tips to make your, you know, time spent online far more productive and helpful for your project. Now, I promised some resources to help you. And so I want to let you know about a free PDF e-guide that I've created that you can download. It's called my top 25 online resources to get it right when designing, building or renovating. And in it, I share my most recommended online resources to use when researching for your reno or new home. And all but one of these resources are free. Now, you can get this free e-guide emailed to you by heading to uh, www.undercoverarchitect.com forward slash top 25. So top the number two, the number five, top two five, and uh, pop in your email address and I'll send it to your inbox straight away. You know, what I've done with this PDF guide is I've structured it so that not only does it, uh, does it put the online resources in it into specific categories, but you then can actually use uh, those categories to structure your own online research as well. So there's five sections in this PDF guide and uh, I'll take you through them. So section number one is design inspiration because this is really what happens first up. It's where you're doing all your early dreaming and wanting, you know, you're looking for, it's all that aspirational stuff of looking, looking for the homes that are going to inspire you for your project. And ultimately what I find homeowners are really wanting to do is they're wanting to find, you know, real life homes for real families who are on real budgets and uh, not just all of those glossy magazines that have cream sofas in them that your kids will destroy. (laughs) Now, section number two is called Add Value for Free. 
And this is really about, you know, resources that will help you understand how to maximize what's available to you at no cost that will add serious value to your home. Okay, so value in both lifestyle and financial return for free. If you understand what those uh, assets are and how to maximize them, it's an incredibly um, powerful thing to do. Now, section number three is called floor planning, and that's where you're going to start testing and turning the ideas and dreams for your home that you have into, you know, drawings and walls and rooms and roofs. And a lot of people will often test their um, floor plans themselves first before working with a designer or a builder. And, uh, And so section number three is all about that. Section number four is called show me the money. And uh, this is really because your budget should be an integral part of all of your conversations right from the start. Okay. It's, it is, and I've said this before, it's not the thing that stops you from renovating or building your home. It's actually, it's actually what builds the road to your finished home and understanding how to think about your budget and how to spend it wisely is really powerful. So that's what section four of this PDF guide's about. And would uh, should also be part of your online research generally. And section number five is called Get It Built. And this has helped with uh, navigating the actual construction project yourself, uh, itself and being able to um, access some tools to help you do that. So this free e-guide provides my top 25 online resources across these five categories. And these categories, as I said, they'll provide you with an awesome framework overall for thinking about how and what you research online. Okay, so if you head to www.undercoverarchitect.com forward slash top 25, top number, so top T-O-P, number two, number five, uh, you can then request that free e-guide resource now and I'll email it to you straight away. Now that's it for this week's episode, okay? In the next episode, I'm going to be talking about how to ask for what you want and how to get what you're paying for. So make sure that you tune in next time to the Get It Right podcast or better yet, subscribe to the podcast so that you'll always know when a new episode is published. And if you enjoy the Get It Right podcast, can I please ask you to leave a review because it helps others like you find the podcast and get the help that they need uh, for their reno or new home. Thanks so much for joining me here on the Get It Right podcast with Undercover Architect. Now, the doors to my six-week program, How to Get It Right in Your Reno or New Home, they're going to be opening soon. And this online program is a supercharged way to get the education and information you need to understand the process of renovating or building your home. Plus, get my help and advice on your project. From, you know, the very start of finding out what's actually allowed for your home and your site, through the design process, through how to find the right team for you and check their credentials you know through to getting your approvals the nitty-gritty of navigating those things in your design that are really going to make the difference navigating your budget getting your project built and how to know that your project is finished and the builder can leave site and you can maintain your sanity throughout all of it you know this program will outline the steps that you need to take from start to finish so that your project is a success and your home feels great and you feel great in it. I share the key lessons that I've learned from over 250 of my own projects, many more that I've studied and analysed and more than two decades of industry experience. And so you can understand the pitfalls and the mistakes to avoid, you can skip the heartache and the drama and you can know that your effort, your investment and your planning will all be worth it in your beautiful 
beautiful finished home. And I'm there alongside you for your six weeks membership as well to answer your questions and to really rocket launch you further along in your project. So to be the first to know when the doors to how to get it right open, head to www.undercoverarchitect.com forward slash waitlist and pop in your email address and I'll make sure that you're notified as soon as we open up the program for our next round. So that web address again is www.undercoverarchitect.com forward slash waitlist and I'll also pop that in the show notes. This has been Amelia Lee from Undercover Architect. Thank you for tuning in and for letting me be your secret ally. Until next time.